Hello all, I am Achaya and welcome to today's episode of Keeping It Simple. Well, this conversation with Sachin was especially fascinating for me because I went to put a whole shift in my thought process. I started with a slightly pessimistic point of view, but towards the end of it all, I left feeling hopeful thanks to some insightful perspective Sachin brought into the conversation. So, here are some of the topics we explored during this conversation. We know following good routines or habits are important. But why does it suck so much sometimes? Like what can we do about it? How wholesome is our life? Are we paying enough attention to all the aspects of our life? We also discuss why we might have to consider happiness over productivity. And the importance of finding a balance between all of it. This is keeping it simple and listeners we hope you enjoy the conversation. Hi Achu, how are you doing? I'm good. I think our listeners have uh, missed you last week. Yes, yes. Uh, glad to be back. Also enjoyed your solo episode. Thank you so much, bro. I am really glad to have you back because today I have a lot of questions for you. So here goes. Are you aware, like right now in the present moment, like don't tell me that you're aware of the concept, but tell now, like in reality right now, are you aware how you're days are passing, how your weeks are passing or how your months are passing or till what level are you aware? And when I ask, are you aware of how they're passing? I mean, like if there is a goal, do you know if you're getting closer to it, not closer to it? Or is there any, or, or are you able to see a structure in your last week or in your last month or last day or whatnot? Uh, are you, in what kind of a mind state are you in? right now that's a very interesting question um that's something that i've been reflecting upon and uh, i should say there is a degree of awareness um there's also a, a sense of uh, direction that i'm seeking uh but it's more in terms of the improvement of process uh rather than uh how close or how far away I am from the goal. So, um, you know, just to put it in words and paint a picture, um, I would like to learn a couple of stuff in the span of a year or so. Uh, and I came up with that goal pretty recently. And now my way of going about it uh, or about managing myself is about uh, figuring out the process, figuring out a, a consistent um, schedule or a routine to achieve that uh, goal. So that's what I'm trying to work on. Uh, I wouldn't say that I've, uh, I've optimized the process as such, but you know, as with everything, it's a, it's a work in progress. So. I find small inefficiencies, small areas where I can optimize and I try to work on it. Some days are good, some days are bad, but the but that's expected. In, you know, you are going to have good days and bad days, but on a long enough time scale, can you accumulate uh, all the positives and uh, build yourself uh, a good momentum towards it? 
getting towards your goal that's a big question and that's what you know you got to work towards um makes sense bro uh, but just tell me this do you have like a are your thoughts structured when you think about you know very simply put when you think about maybe the last month right are you able to say you know at the start of the month i was here and now at the end of the month i am here a lot of uh, people say that you know for able to have that kind of good growth in life or what not whatever you want to achieve you need to be able to reflect back on things and you need to see where you began and how you, you know you need to see where you're at at every moment and what position you're in so that you know how well you're growing and if you need to make any changes or what not so i know you've got a goal but do you have a structure do you are you able to reflect back on things do you have good data to reflect back upon and know your trajectory are you able to do that or are you still working on that that i'm working on um there are as i mentioned you know i do reflect on the process uh, and i i in in terms of data um you know there are there are small things you know have i have i cooked consistently over the week uh how much am i spending um you know did i read uh as much as i'd like to over the week uh you know have i learned something new uh what kept up my interest uh what have i consumed uh is uh, is the information that i consumed relevant irrelevant inspiring um just mundane and boring um and you know i i look at it in terms of uh time time well spent uh if the amount of time well spent is uh, greater than uh time that i lost that's a win but it also gives me uh an opportunity to sit down and uh you know figure out where i lost time why i lost time and how i can improve upon that um so those those are small things you know that that i look into um and when i say simple things mundane things like okay you know am i cooking or am i not cooking um cooking in itself has a cascaded effect where you know i'm eating healthy i'm cooking with ingredients that i source i know where it's coming from so that in turn has a good impact on my health um so that's for instance one data point which is a cascaded effect of uh, positives um another would be you know did i exercise you know did i go out uh, did i have fun you know did i uh, get some sunlight and fresh air uh then there is the aspect of uh, reading you know how many pages did i read uh did i learn something new from what i re- read from the book that i that i've been reading so you know small things like that but in terms of the big goal you know trying to learn something new um yeah uh, have i taken any concrete steps towards that uh if i did uh you know what what impact has it had over the course of the week those are stuff that i reflect on okay awesome i asked this because i think i am at a point where i mentioned to you before the podcast that you know i f- i feel like i haven't been in control um it's not that i haven't gotten anything done i did work on a project and it took away a few of my days uh and it was a work uh, it was hard work that i did mm. but even then um you know i still somewhere feel like a lack of control in how my days are going about when i think back to my month i don't really have a you know picture 
or I don't really have a, a, a starting point in my mind where I can tell that, hey, I was there and today I'm here. You know, I don't have that. So obviously, I think I didn't do anything to set something like that up. I think that is where I think the point where you brought up about the the routine that comes in. And when you have a routine and you're doing certain things on a daily basis, right? And then you have, it's easier to track and it's easier to uh, know how things are going about, right? Uh, but that brought me to another thought, bro, and this is where I need your input, right? So this whole cycle, right? See, um, I, in the in the in the first or second episode of the of the podcast, um, I spoke about you know how in Kochi I had uh, started this new routine of you know running and uh, you know fitness and uh, all that, and I had continued it for like twenty one days. It had become a habit, and I've I've continued it till today. Okay, that has happened. But there are other habits also that I started which kind of it 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 left me like i was not able to carry it on throughout due to different reasons okay but again i i believe that that it's my responsibility to make sure i continue that you know however whatever the circumstance the point i'm getting at is that this whole thing of forming a routine and forming a schedule and sticking to that i feel like most of us we create something like that and we fail Okay, like we somehow create maybe difficult routines. I don't know what it is. We fail and then we uh, go on one like uh, mellow phase and then we again decide, hey, you know, a routine is what we need. And then we make another routine and we stick to it. We bring some changes. Then again, we like let that go. And then again, it's another new cycle. So it just keeps going on and on and on. So is this like the reality of how life is going to be? Right. And and. Right now, okay, right now that thought is kind of bothering me because when we say routine, it sounds so mundane and it sounds like such a process. Uh, so what, 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 do you, what do you think about that? Let me put it to you in terms of uh, design. And the reason I, I'm drawing the analogy of design uh, is because it has a flow. It has a flow. And, uh, you know, the... Um, the ebbs and types of life follow the design process as such. And you are an architect of your life. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, you get to choose uh, the circumstances that you are uh, put in, but I'm telling that you can make um, the most out of what you're given and you can mold yourself the way you want to a certain extent. Uh, that, and that comes with awareness. But awareness comes with a lot of things. It comes with uh, observation. The first thing is you observe. You figure out uh, um, how you're behaving, why you're behaving that way. And you have to question yourself. And the whole idea of design is that, you know, you're uh, the whole, you know, you if, if you could give the most brilliant designer a leeway on what he wants to choose and, uh, you know, in terms of budget, material, uh, how he wants to uh, accomplish a certain um, uh, directive that uh, the design is required uh, to do, and he can he can use his creative energy and do go about it. But then there are constraints. You know, there is a manufacturing constraint. There is the uh, economic constraint. There is the scalability constraint. There is a material constraint, and he has to he or she 
um, has to consider all of this to uh, come up with the final design at the end of the day. And at each stage of that design, um, he or she has to uh, observe, take in feedback, uh, and then try to improve and optimize it uh, as it progresses uh, step and step by step towards the end goal. And I think everything in our life, when you say you want to build a habit, uh, you are the architect of that. You are the designer and you have your constraints. So unless you start observing your constraints and unless you start architecting it to uh, you know, overcome those constraints so that you can optimize it to the best possible way, uh, you wouldn't be able to make the most of it and you will have downturns at the end of the day. Uh, and if you go about with the process of optimizing rather than coming up with a design and then optimizing it, then you uh, start procrastinating. You come up with something and then you optimize it based on the constraints that come up with the design that you you started. So, for instance, you start running, right? But then you realize that, oh, you know, you are uh, sore the next day. Um, so rather than just giving up, if you start observing, okay, you know, I ran the first day, second day, I am sore. Um, what should I do? You know, should I eat better? Should I go at an earlier time, a later time? How do I make this habit uh, concrete? How do I make it stick? Uh, if I if I have it, if I make it uh, as a general routine, such that you know there's a trigger. You know, for instance, when I wake up, I want to go out and run. You know, so waking up is the trigger. As soon as you wake up, you 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 set that trigger uh, in play. Uh, then you know it 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 slowly. Um, becomes a habit but then if you if there are other constraints that might come up you know you might you might have good days and bad days and how you observe the trend and how you eventually optimize your behavior towards uh, overcoming that those negatives and constraints so to say uh, is how you make your habit all the more stronger makes sense so that's how you know, you need to think of ways to keep that habit going because you know that habit is doing good for you, you know, but it's so taxing, right? It is uh, so much of effort and, and it's true. Nothing good is achieved without effort. Like I know we all say that, but when you put in that kind of effort and you're pushing yourself beyond where you want to be and, you know, you're pushing yourself beyond your limits, you're doing things like that. I start, I tend to think is life meant to have so much effort? Isn't it supposed to be effortless right isn't if we are doing the things we love and um, if we're doing the things we need in life when we actually need in life right isn't it supposed to be a little more natural to us why is it that we have to put ourselves through such grueling uh, maybe it's not grueling every time but such schedules and such such routines you know to live a life that we want why can't it be <laughs> i don't know if you have an answer for this but I'm just thinking, why can't it be a little more effortless? Yes, I mean, it's difficult to come up with an answer for that. Um, but, you know, I'm going to recite some stoicism stuff where, uh, you know, you, you understand that what you're given, the circumstances that you are put in are things that you cannot control. And your expectations uh, and your perception are things that you can control. And how can you mold your perception and your um, expectations to make that process, however grueling it might seem, 
uh, however mundane or however um, lackluster it might seem, a little bit more entertaining or rewarding, you know. I totally understand what you're saying. It's about looking at it from another perspective. It's like it's 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 another hack, right? So to 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 make us do these things, make us do these hard things, right? Make us do these things that you know we we believe somewhere that are necessary for us to do. Now, if there is a person who maybe wants to start a company, and for someone with a goal like that, right? You know they they need to get into uh this whole routine this whole schedule maybe uh, to you know to get maybe such such things done but what if someone wants to live a simple life it's so difficult in today's time to live a simple life it is it is it is wrong to not have huge goals it is wrong to not have a vision of changing the world it is almost wrong to not have uh you know something bigger than yourself to do you know if someone just wants to live a normal life and you know continue that uh, you know yeah but every every kind of life has its circumstances but the whole i think or maybe it's the kind of stuff i am surrounding myself with but what i see is it's so like you need to have a big goal in life and you need to reach somewhere and you need to you know get that thing done and for that you have to make these sacrifices and you have to do this i'm going to uh, slightly throw you off guard over here um and i'm going to ask you a really interesting question okay okay uh, say you know the world is coming to an end because there is a, a going to be a huge climate change uh effect there's going to be a huge hurricane or earthquake that's going to destroy um everything that you know and hold dear all right and you have mm-hmm. a plan of uh 10 days there's nothing you can do to save anything right it's it's an inevitable um ending okay but you're given a timeline you you have 10 days all right are you going to focus those 10 days on making it big making it large or are you going to focus on enjoying the small things or you know if you have a different way of going about it what would you do for those 10 days I think I think I'll do the little things I think I'll do the simple things I will keep it simple and I will uh, do the things uh, maybe I'll spend time with the people I love maybe I'll spend some time um, you know uh, uh, you know alone in the nature or you know these little things that give you uh, I don't want to say true joy then I'm taking away from the bigger things that also give you joy but uh, in those 10 days bro i think you can only do the little things right that make you give you happiness in some place so i guess i i, I guess i'll do that there's nothing else what are the choice do we have and i think when you say that right so when you say that um you prioritize the simple things because you realize that those simple things are uh you know are put on hold because of their timeline or you know i have the increased priority because of the uh, sudden deadline and timeline that's come into uh, the horizon or view of you so i think right now you are pushing away the smaller things the joy of the smaller things primarily because you assume that you have a a, a long um long 
you know journey ahead and you can smell the roses or uh, enjoy your morning cup of tea at its own pace uh, when everything settles but you have to understand that that sense of settlement is never going to come you're always going to pursue you're always going to seek but while you do seek can you still enjoy the smaller things without postponing it without clouding your thinking with uh, expectations you know that's the most important thing you know trying to maximize uh the joy of the smaller things while still keeping uh a, a portion of your um you know uh processing mind processing towards the bigger things is 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 the big question can you do it maja it's very very interesting that you brought this up because uh, i told you i was doing a coursera course yesterday you know so i am doing this course called uh, leading the life you want and um, the whole concept of the course is about uh, it talks about three aspects okay to core happiness right it's about um being real being whole and being innovative right being real as in are you authentic to yourself and the people around you being whole as in um how good are you at accommodating every aspect of your life are you the kind of person who says oh shit like work what you kind are you the kind of person who says work life balance or are you the kind of person who actually sees key work family community self these four things are all part of me and they all will require equal attention from my my side so that is about being whole and being innovative is always looking at new ways of doing things it's so the course is dealing with those three more those three important factors so they have chosen six people as examples who have excelled in these three things right being real being whole and being innovative as examples to teach in the course so one person is uh, tom tierney okay he is the he was the ceo of uh, bain and company that's uh, i think a, a very famous consulting firm uh, when he was at his peak and he was the ceo he left that job which to the surprise of many people he started this uh, non profit consultation firm called uh, uh, bridge span i don't know if you've heard of it um, so that guy bro okay he was the ceo of such a huge company for so long for 8 to 10 years and then he started something like this which has gone on to become something huge and i'm going to now bring it down to something so small and i was so surprised to hear that guy never worked on weekends never ever in his entire life and it seems he can count on his fingers how many times he's worked on weekends okay so when i saw that it it blew my mind okay because you know the kind of stuff that is thrown at us that you know if you have to reach some great level you have to sacrifice you have to forget about family for a while you have to forget about everything else for a while just focus on work 18 hour work days 20 hour work days okay but this guy is at the peak of everything and he was able to do that and he was able to use that and he was able to pay attention to every aspect of his life um uh, the work himself his family his community and he was able to do that so well right and i've still not gone to the part where they speak about how he did it and all that um but it it ties to what you said bro i think it 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 ties to you know yeah you have to do the things that you have to do but with that can you do these other things too can you live a wholesome life and i think that is very important 
So are you trying to say that uh, I have come to the same conclusion in my short years on this planet compared to a big CEO who's uh, <laughs> achieved quite a bit? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he didn't come to that conclusion. Someone studied his life and they said, no, this is how you should live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I kind of agree, you know, it, uh, some days uh, it's it's quite funny um you know the the most important thing or most joy that i've found is when i'm on my uh bike when i'm out in the open enjoying nature um and you know i i push myself because you know i want to achieve targets i want to uh, go at a greater speed i want to enjoy the speed of wind or whatever right um but you know i I'd, I'd i'd slow down at some point stake in the nature just you know breathe in and breathe out uh and try to be more aware at that point of what i have uh and what i'm experiencing uh and when i pause sometimes you know there's this um profound sense of an awareness that comes with it uh and i i kind of appreciate it i feel grateful for that um and on the long term as well uh it's not that you know that's going to last it's not about sustaining it i don't think you can uh, if the harder you try to hold on to certain things the more uh, faster you see it ebb away from your life and i've realized that at some points based on the experiences that i've had so i've tried to let go but at the same time i've tried to sit down and i've tried to take take it in i've tried to make a a, a quick mental picture of it so that when i at a later point uh, if i were to sit down i can close my eyes and recollect it uh, for what it was for what i felt and that's the thing actually i mean how many times have you sat down uh, with a cup of coffee um really swallowed a, a little bit of it uh, you know really soaked in the taste of it the feel of it uh, you know the feel of where you are sitting and just enjoyed it for what it was just wholly focused completely focused on that that uh, activity you know whether it be just you know whether you're taking a stroll outside or whether you know you are uh, um just sitting down uh, for a moment taking that time for yourself have you have you ever really enjoyed it do you recollect the last time you really sat down maybe had a peanut or two but really enjoyed the taste of it yeah you're right um it's those moments are rare and uh, you know it's uh, what you said you know have you really enjoyed that cup of coffee or you know when you're with a person are you actually with that person you know you hear you hear that so much right you hear that so much everybody is aware that yeah we're not doing that and everyone's aware that we should do that but we're not doing that and why are we not doing that right so that is the question that is the important question here right why are we not doing that no one knows dude like no one knows how to balance it all right now i feel like balance is so important in life now that we had this conversation for so long i feel like balance is so so important so everyone somewhere on their mind there is some bias that you know oh like if i'm building something you know my more focus should be there and their mind is always there and they just tend to ignore the other aspects 
of life even when you're having that cup of coffee there's something else running in your mind maybe there's a meeting coming up or maybe something else and that is on your mind and you know it's no one has been taught bro to compartmentalize to 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 keep these things separate to be conscious right again now it'll come back to being in the moment being present spirituality it'll come back to that okay but um i think the biggest problem is kisi ko pata nahi hai lo people don't know okay and um, also bro i i'd like to kind of take back the point that i said at the start where i said why can't people just do the simple things because i contradicted myself when i gave tom theory's example who was the ceo of bain and company and he started his own uh, non profit firm after that but he still lived a wholesome is still living a wholesome life okay so i don't so it's it's it's, it's not about the uh, it's not that if you just choose a simple way of living one simple job where you don't have to put much effort then you can focus on these smaller things in life and all that no i think that is also wrong i think it's about learning how to live that life how to have that balance in any kind of situation right i think that is so much more important yeah i mean you can see life can life is what you make out of it right it's easy to it's a cliched uh, sentence but uh, you know the essence of it is very deep uh, that's why it's so cliche uh, and a lot of people go into many different depths of it so how deep are you willing to go don't you think it's so weird that the focus is never there to teach people to do this to find this balance right because the data is out there people are speaking about it and now we realize that that is what everyone needs but there it's not taught in school or it's not you know it's not taught anywhere this concept of balance right it's I, isn't it so important bro aren't we like ignoring it like collectively as a society because i've heard other people say it you know in those circles where the people who teach meditation and all that they they talk about balance they talk about being whole wholesome and all that but generally bro like shouldn't it be part of our lives to achieve that uh, but it's it takes such a back seat right and it only only people who are start looking at productivity and who start looking at how to change their lives and all that they somehow come across it and they figure it out eventually and they do it everyone should know this that my friend is a very um difficult question so why right why was the question why although the data and all of that seems uh, out in the open that uh, um you know it's not being followed and i think that goes down to the complexity of different societies and demographic cultures etc um as you rightly mentioned productivity in a way is measured um in metrics of uh, work output uh and you probably more so know uh, about it because you do have some amount of background in it but uh, you know it it the world was at one point about uh, gdp you know gross domestic product in how much uh, you're producing how much you're manufacturing what is the uh, knowledge wealth you're accumulating etc etc but you know when what people failed to see was the unintended consequences of uh, optimizing productivity by uh, getting people to uh, give in their best at all times uh, and you know trying to maximize the most of it as well and somewhere we lost sight of 
life as such the quality of life the pursuit of happiness as such um i think in 60s those uh, the friedman milton friedman economics that came out uh, which is more to do with uh, maximizing shareholder profitability over uh, you know um other important aspects such as environment or um stockholders and stuff like that at the moment that happened um at least in in america uh, a lot of labor unions uh, were disbanded uh, unions as such became a taboo and the word union was something that was uh, people tried to erase and what happened was 60s and 70s uh, the stock holder um uh economy slowly started diminishing and the shareholder economy started coming up and the reason uh, that had a profound impact was you know um executive salary started going up executive started um getting higher and higher pay uh and uh, you know the the smaller workers started uh, their importance in the company started diminishing and diminishing and diminishing and as a society if you see the general trend the middle class started slowly started becoming smaller and smaller although the people who were rich started increasing a little that delta wasn't uh, coming from the middle class going up into the uh, upper class it was just the middle class lower middle class getting into the lower uh, section of the society you know getting more and more into poverty because of health bills and Uh, you know just sustenance and uh, all of that but what uh, the architects of our society forget to understand is that the middle class uh, the burgeoning middle class <laughs> are the ones who consume a lot and when you are building an economy for consumerism individualism if you don't focus on the middle class and if you focus on the richer and if you try to maximize uh, their uh happiness then uh, the economy is not going to go anywhere and that's when the whole oh productivity if you're not productive you are let go uh and your salary is prospect to your productivity comes into play rather than the holistic development of that individual so that they are somebody who you cherish you hold on to your organization and your organization is something that uh, contributes to the immediate society rather than the global economy uh comes into play and the whole shift towards um anti globalization is all because of that because there's a disparity between the uh, the rich and the poor solely because the 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 companies are trying to maximize uh, productivity maximize profits maximize shareholder profits and it's losing its uh, its grassroots which is what which is community so so how it translates into day to day economics and day to day stuff is when you start measuring uh stuff like productivity and gdp and stuff like that rather than uh what bhutan does for instance which is uh, gross domestic happiness oh wow i didn't know that yeah yeah or or in the nordic countries where um quality of life where you know children uh it's very it's important that children get equal amount of time with their uh, uh dad as much as uh, mom because uh, of that gender disparity women tend to spend more time at home they tend to take their uh, take they tend to you know gear down on their career uh, because men don't have to 
that's just how society has been and hopefully we are changing that right uh, my hope is that you know both uh, parents share equal responsibility in bringing up the kid so that the kid uh, you know gets a greater quality of life if you are setting up a legacy uh, you want it to be better than what it was for you and if you want it to be better for your progeny than what it was for you you need to reflect on things that were good for you and why it was good for you so that you can uh, uh, you can make changes on the things that were bad for you what you said makes so much sense and it and when you were saying it no bro like very honestly i was feeling so good okay because i was imagining a company okay let's say a company because most of us work i was imagining a company that you know cares about all that you know it cares about the employees whole happiness your employee is happy productivity is a side effect so it makes so much sense and it's um, it's alarming that uh, maybe maybe things are changing i'm not sure so that's what i wanted to come to but it's alarming that most so many organizations and institutions government institutions they don't realize that it's interesting achaya i mean you can't expect companies to build culture you you see the whole idea of democracy is you know it's a set of people who come together who pool in their resources so that the infrastructure around them is conducive to greater happiness greater health better lives right so you know if a bunch of us um decide to put in pool in our resources um and get together and build a democracy we need to know where we are investing our money uh, in are we investing our money in uh, improving infrastructure um and you know when i say infrastructure you know it's not about uh, uh, building a, a, a infrastructure that can that's supposed to be permanent because life is fluid you know change is inevitable but are you accounting for that inevitability of change are you willing to uh, progress towards greater ha- greater happiness or are you trying to uh, just you know make more money if you start equating uh, let me tell you uh, there is a direct correlation between money and happiness but there is a cap towards that as well uh, you know there is for greater happiness communal involvement um doing something for somebody who you do not know is also very important there's a very famous greek proverb the society grows great when old men plant trees in whose shade they will never sit wow wow yeah yeah because they they left it for the future they left it for the community after them yeah it makes a lot of sense and that that is important you know you have you you are never the greatest uh, um civilization you are never you are greater than what previously came because you are less violent you are more empathetic and uh, you are open minded but that doesn't mean what is going to come here on fourth uh, is going to be bad you are not the pinnacle of it uh, you should always believe in constant development you should be optimistic about the uh, the future and set a realistic uh, uh target environment for them so that they can achieve greatness right like you mentioned we cannot leave the onus on you know uh, the organizations to you know get that thing done for us and you know uh, you know create that system for us right 
so that is where you know now i'm thinking where as individuals we need to start realizing that and we need to start looking at you know our life as a whole and you know say ki me the my family my work my community is all part of my life and we in our own way try to bring it in to our life so that somehow we can make our lives a little more wholesome a little more happier and i'm sure in time uh, you know organizations learn that and uh, things change in the society and in the world when people realize the priorities of things but i think uh, that is what uh, we need to do how one goes about doing it i think that is the work of the individual right to figure that out but i get a sense of you know wholesome feeling when i think about yeah if if you know what if i was able to give time to all these aspects then i will feel a sense of freedom and i will feel a sense of control in life right uh, which the control that i didn't have that i mentioned at the start of the podcast because now i'm involved with every aspect of my life and maybe i will feel a sense of control and i think a lot of it depends on you know how i change my uh, how how my mindset is see i started off on a very negative note right i started off on the note of like why do we have to aim so huge in life and uh, you know i started off uh, like why can't we just be simple now i'm at a point where i'm thinking okay see if someone wants to aim big let them aim big if someone wants to keep it simple let them keep it simple but but both of them will be happy when there's a wholesome angle to it right when there are when they're involved in different aspects of their life equally with the balance right um how are you in your own way how are you trying to bring that into your life um or like what are your thoughts on how on an individual level we can start bringing it into our own lives you have any thoughts on that cycle every day cycle <laughs> the more you cycle the better person you become i agree i agree i think physical activity has a lot to do with it it definitely has a lot to do with it yeah 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 but but it's a very deep thought however simple it might seem acha it's a very deep thought uh you know when you go out and cycle one you're getting with vitamin d because you're out there in the sunlight getting fresh air two uh, there's endorphins released in your brain and when endorphins and uh, oxygen is released onto your brain there is a cascaded effect of you feeling good okay so there's something that i'm reading about uh, in neuroscience all right there's the rage circuit all right and the rage circuit has uh, three main uh, components in it all right uh, the first is the uh, periaqueductal uh, gray right and the periaqueductal gray is connected to the sensory movements right your hands legs whatever uh the periaqueductal uh, gray is controlled by the hypothalamus and the hypothalamus is uh, something that controls again our users might correct uh, my um lack of being very precise but uh, <clears throat> it controls various aspects or it measures various aspects of your body like your temperature uh the amount of oxygen you're getting uh it's it's something that constantly monitors all of that and uh, takes actions uh and that is controlled by or rather it receives input from amygdala so the amygdala uh, it 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 sort of uh, 
it's connected to that hypothalamus and it's for uh, memory and motivation short term memory uh, like you know say if you're uh, somebody is uh, rewarding you for some activity your amygdala lights up uh, whenever that activity is completed or when you see uh, somebody angry that facial expression lights up your amygdala and your hypothalamus then reacts and then it uh, contacts the um, you know the uh, periaqueductal crate to do that sensory motion of reaction or whatever so you know it's it's so simple right go out and cycle every day but the effect of it is so complex you know it can cascade into something so positive and so beautiful in your life if you are willing to sit down and uh, really reflect upon it i think bro this ties down to that keystone habit that i spoke about in one of the solo podcasts right you pick one thing up and you do that in life and it has such an impact on you know everything else and your mindset and uh, everything it impacts everything exercise is i think one major thing like that right i think it ties down to keystone habits right do you agree uh yes yes most definitely um it does it does exercise is um it's just so important and you know we come back on a full circle uh and i should answer your first question with this if you want to lead a more wholesome life this coming from a non expert somebody who doesn't lead a wholesome life but who's able to give an armchair diagnosis of it ironically uh it is to eat well get some exercise and always learn something and do something nice for uh the person next to you however hard it may seem and if it is so hard to do it right now try to figure out a way to architect it it doesn't matter if you have really complex goals um really ambitious ones you can achieve it but start simple you know keep it simple start small you'll get there you know get try to build up a routine where you work out every day or you run every day or you get some sunlight every day uh try to eat healthy it makes a lot of difference the gut is indirectly connected to the brain or directly connected to the brain so if you keep your gut happy your brain will be happy if your brain is happy you'll do you'll take the right actions and uh try to be more observant if you want to be a more observant meditate you know uh breathing in and breathing out uh, however simple it may seem has a significant impact on your life yeah makes makes so much sense bro and like i just want to reiterate the point whatever stage you are in life you're achieving something huge or uh, you're in you're struggling you're not you're, you're not working or in whatever stage i realize now that it's so important to yeah focus on that aspect but also focus on these other things that sachin just mentioned and you know give equal priority to each of these things you not make your difficult situation an excuse to not put priority on these other things because putting priority on these things in some ways will definitely impact every other area of your life and make it better good that's a beautiful thought and uh, on that note ache i think uh, uh it was a beautiful beautiful conversation uh, and a wonderful that hour that i got to spend having uh, this very deep insightful conversation with you um i hope our and our listeners really enjoyed that um i hope all of you stay safe uh stay sane take care of the people around you and keep it simple thanks guys if you have any thoughts 
and feedback uh, please write to us at podcast.keepingitsimple@gmail.com we always love hearing your thoughts and feedback and we'd love to you know converse with you and discuss deep stuff like we've done here and so thank you so much for listening bye bye